Hello, everybody, and welcome to Project 88 Podcast. I'm AC, and Lena May is in the hospital. Uh, she ate Arby's one night, and it was just terrible. It went sideways in all different directions. Send your love to her through the Project 88 Instagram, but hopefully she recovers soon. <laughs> on, on this episode, we have a lovely makeup artist. You can see all her work on Instagram. Give it up for Tara, a.k.a. Taewin. Thank you. Thank you. How I'm are so- you today? I'm great, actually. I'm so glad to be here. Very thankful. How did you get the nickname uh, Taewei? Am I saying it right? Yeah, you are. Um, It started, believe it or not, all the way back in eighth grade. Like, my little sister used to come up with weird names to call me all the time because I have the most normal name out of my sisters. Right. And she started saying Taewei one day. And I was like... How how old was she? I think she was, um, you know, I was was 13, so she she was nine. And she started saying, or nine or ten, and she started oh. saying Taewei. That just stuck with me. Yeah. Oh, so it, it wasn't like like a five-year-old like just trying to pronounce a word, but they couldn't? No. That's what I thought. For <laughs> no. It was definitely something closer to home. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to ask, when did you start doing your makeup? I, I started experimenting with makeup um, again in eighth grade. It was like... Wow, if it was a big year for you. Huh? Yeah, it was. It was definitely a year of transformation. I started um, around February of 2016, and it was like, it was mostly to cover up my acne. Oh, because, really? yeah, because I, I had very terrible acne when I was younger. Hmm. I started puberty like real young, so, you know, I had the whole shebang in eighth yeah. grade. And um, I started doing makeup to kind of learn how to cover up my acne. And once I learned that it wasn't that big of a deal, I started doing it more for the artist aspect. Right. But I've been at it for almost like four years now. And in that time, when did you find out like, oh shit, I can make money off this? I, okay, I had my first client ever in October of 2018. And it was actually for um, Sunset's Homecoming. Mm, and oh, yeah, the, yeah. High, the local high school here. Yeah, local high school thing. Um, and it was so exciting to me. I got like thirty bucks for it, but I was I was so hype about it. Um, but yeah, I started I basically like around two years ago, and I've had yeah. clients on and off since then. What's something uh, you learned like over time that you wish you knew like the first day you started? Oh my god, I wish I knew that people edit their pictures on Instagram so hard when it comes to makeup. Yeah. Like, cause I remember like, I, I started out doing makeup, like learning um, on YouTube, like from Nikki Tutorials and like Patrick Starr and people like that. Patrick Starr? Yeah, yeah. From SpongeBob? Like, <laughs> no, actually uh, there's there's a YouTuber, Patrick Starr, and uh, he's okay. great. Um, so all and, the, the makeup people are probably sound dumb as fuck right now. <laughs> A little bit but he um I, I would like watch his videos and then when i started getting into it i'd see how good his was compared to mine and then i'd scroll through instagram and see how good theirs was compared to mine right. and i had no idea that they edited their pictures they would like edit like a perfect arch and like a like a larger shimmer it was just crazy and i thought that i was doing something wrong until right. i was like oh they just edit it like that's it yeah uh, what is something that not only you but like it's common that makeup artists like go through like a common problem that the general public doesn't even like realize or know about um okay I'd have to there's two that, uh, that really hit me hard I have to say the biggest one is probably inconsistency with clients mm. because I've had like I've gotten it's very exciting as like a, an up and coming makeup artist when you're 
getting a client and they want to pay you and stuff like that, like that's great. And then right. if they cancel on you like last minute, it's it's like it's almost like heartbreaking because you you get so excited. Yeah. And that happened a lot when um when I started doing makeup because like I, I don't even know why, but I would get like girls that wanted me to do it for their prom and then they'd be like oh, never mind, I found somebody in Miami Gardens who's going to do it, or I found somebody in Coral Gables who's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Or they, like, I would express that they had to pay me, and then when I told them they had to pay me, they'd be like, oh, no, never mind, I don't want it done then. And it'd be, like, the day before. It's just, it's very, like, it's very irritating. But, I mean, it teaches you, it definitely teaches you how to learn, yeah. like, to be around people you don't like. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I've had a plethora of clients Right. that have given me issues but i still ended up going to them and i just walked in there so irritated <laughs> so irritated i mean like what what do you prefer doing doing makeup on yourself your friends or, or like complete strangers are like grateful well okay i'd have to say um i'd have to say doing it on myself just because i know my face a lot better right. it's a lot easier to like if i need to do a specific look i know how because eye shape is a very big thing eyebrow shape is a very it, it all contributes right. so learning it learning how to do it on somebody else is a lot more difficult than myself it's harder to replicate yeah but yeah i mean my friends definitely come second because they just let me do whatever i want when i do their makeup but i'm way more comfortable doing it on myself if I asked you to do my makeup right now, what what would you do? Like, what would be the first thing? Oh, what like what style of makeup? Like what colors and stuff? I guess like what what would you fix or like just like well, touch up? First of all, makeup is to enhance, beauty, enhance it's not to enhance. fix anything. My bad. But um, I'd probably go for like a pretty halo eye, and you have like I I haven't seen you in like full light in a while, so I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna go with a neutral skin tone. I'd probably do something like really pretty and with browns and golds on you accentuate your eyes because you do have a nice eye color right and i wouldn't even do anything to your brows you got some nice brows thank you straight up my dad tells me that all the time yeah you do um i do have to get credit though because uh i haven't really experienced it firsthand but when i when i think about it uh, makeup artists are like like they're like a high up ranking when it comes to art because the way i see it when you draw something, you get a piece of paper and a pencil, and it's always mm-hmm. the same. But when you're, like, quote-unquote, like, drawing on someone else's face, it's, like, you have to take so many things into consideration, like, mm-hmm. the size, like, how wide it is, the, like, the width. Like, it's, it's hard because it's not the same thing every time. So you can't yeah. really memorize it, but you could like, adapt, and, that's, and you have to do that constantly every yeah. time. And especially with clients, it's, like, it'll be exactly what they want to. And some, like you can kind of see like when i can't do exactly what they want and if they show me an edited instagram picture and i can't do exactly what they want seeing like the slight disappointment in their face sometimes it kind of hurts the soul a little bit but i mean at the end of the day i do my absolute best i put all my energy into my clients when i get them yeah and i mean it's they can be as ungrateful as they want, but girl, I did I did the best I can. That's that's yeah. what it's about when you go to um, do people's makeup. In my opinion, it's like yeah, you take all these things into a cl- account, and it's a bunch of things like the person's face shape, their eye shape, their eye color, what they want specifically. But right. I'm doing it to make other people happy, because that's what I really love out of makeup is the happiness that comes out of it. And and that's I'm really glad to hear that because it's it's good to hear that you're confident in your work. 
I am. That when other people try to criticize it, you're like, bruh, like, you can't even do better. That's yeah. why I'm here in the first place. <laughs> like, you hired me to do makeup <laughs> and you're going to criticize me because it's I can't do what Photoshop. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's, they show me a Photoshop picture off their Explorer page. It's like, I can't recreate that to the T. It's, yeah. it's not real life. And plus, like, I'm still advancing in my makeup career. Like, I've taken breaks in between um, clients and stuff, especially because of COVID. Right. So, it's like... I, I'm not always, like, I, I can't, how do I say this? I'm not, like, a beauty YouTuber. Right. You get me? Like, I'm it's, still You're not learning. doing it constantly. Yeah. Like, my work is great, mm-hmm. but I'm not, like, I'm not going to be, like, an Instagram influencer type of makeup artist, because right. that's, that's just not the level I'm at yet. Do you have any uh, influencers that you, that you like to get inspired by? Yeah. Um... Like, influencers that I like? Yeah. You mean? Yeah. So, I absolutely... I love Nikki's tutorials. She's a beauty YouTuber she, on Instagram. Yeah, on YouTube. What am I saying? And she was, like, the first woman that I ever watched, like, completely. Like, she really taught me how to transform my makeup game. It was so good. Yeah. Um, there are also a couple TikTokers that really pushed me into doing my makeup more over quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I don't remember all their usernames because half the time they're like, they got numbers in them and stuff. Uh, but yeah. like, if like beauty YouTubers and like beauty TikTokers have gone so hard over quarantine, I couldn't even name all of them that I've been inspired by lately. Yeah. I mean, and that's like one of the only good things about it that and quarantine gave us a lot of time to, to really dive into our hobbies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did want to ask, you know, talking about your clients, what's the worst experience you had working with a client? Oh. You don't have to say any names, <laughs> but you could just tell me, like, they'll run a, like, you know, okay. some details. So, I had a client one time, she, okay, she wanted me to do her makeup for a wedding that she was going to. Right. And this was like, this was like, I think it was my second or my third client, and it was in 2018, but it's still my worst to this day. She wanted me to do her makeup for a wedding um, that she was going to and she like I I bring the specific material that I need for that makeup look and like some backup stuff and, and that's to cut you off but was she the bridesmaid or just like no uh, she was just like someone who was attending oh okay yeah. so like so I didn't even need to go that hard yeah that's what I'm saying it wasn't right. like a, a crazy job to fulfill it was like you know casual makeup whatever right. so I brought material for casual makeup and again this was like one of my first clients so of course I didn't learn like to bring everything I have when I go to see a client. I wasn't at that level yet. So I had brought what she wanted me to bring. It was like a classic little look with like some brown eyeshadow and a nice swing, super cute. And when I get there, she's like, oh, by the way, I wanna change up my look. And I'm like, okay, what do you you wanna change about it? She's like, I think I'm gonna go like full glam, like with lashes, because when I when I lay out my options to my client, I say like you could do something natural, like mediocre. If you want lashes, that's extra. Like if you want glitter, that's extra. So she had basically switched up the whole look, and because she this client was like an hour away, like I live in like 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 I tell you like towards FIU, this girl was in Homestead, so I was like I can't run home and get my stuff because then she's gonna be late. So I had to pull up to a Walgreens. And buy like out out of pocket like all the stuff that she needed me to get and it's not like the worst situation ever but still it's like that was my worst experience because you gotta you gotta tell the makeup artist what you want and then she also was like disappointed in me when I didn't have everything there it's like girl first of all 
I'm young and I'm not even charged. I'm going to, I charged her for this, the first look that she asked me to do instead of like the whole glam one. Like I gave this girl a discount and she still was like telling me like, oh, I don't like this and I don't like that. And I'm just like, girl, okay. I, I did my best. I got the, I got the job done. Right. It was just, it was really difficult and it was really frustrating because I was so like ready to do what I needed to do. And when I got there, it was just like, it just, it just shattered. Like she was like, no, I, I want this instead. And yeah. I want this and that it's just spending the out of pocket money. is just, I felt very unprofessional, but now I know that that was not my fault. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, throwing in my, my culinary experience. One of the things that we learned is that a lot of the time we, the customers don't know what they want. They, mm-hmm. Like they don't like they would like, for example, like order if they wanted to order a, a specific dish, but like make like customize it, like take off like the sauce that goes on the salmon, you know, like mm-hmm. like we end up making it and then they're like, it tastes horrible. There's no flavor. And then like, yeah, dude, you took off the sauce. That's like like, you know, like it's a bad example. But but makes sense. Yeah. Though. Like you you need to put your like your foot down a little bit mm-hmm. and then like make like make sure that that you give them what you're making and not what exactly what they want because yeah. because like half the time they don't even know they're just like doing it on the spot they don't yeah and ever since that experience i've learned to like double and triple check with my clients before i end up like going to see them like i'll check before i hop in the car i'll check like two days in advance because some people will book me like um like for example like it's not even december yet and i have someone booking me for a wedding in january and i'm pretty sure they're going to change their mind about something until then so i constantly will check up on my clients yeah that's good it was a good learning experience though for sure and i'm happy i got those bad experiences out the way so i'm at where i'm at now yeah no i completely like agree like it's a nightmare thing but you have to go through it uh for you to learn it's a learning process for sure yeah so let's say uh, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm like, yo, this girl sounds pretty cool. Like, let me go hit her up to get my makeup done. Mm-hmm. How how does someone go about, like, contacting you? Do, they, do you have a, a work email or is it straight? So it's, sorry to cut you off. No, but, no, okay. <laughs> so it's mostly through my Instagram, um, at Makeup by Taewei. Shout out. And it's, um, it, they just will DM me and they'll be like, hey, uh, are you free this day? I'm like, yeah, sure. What would you like? They show me a picture and I give them a price. And if they want, like, it, it's like um, they can customize exactly what they want, like lashes or no lashes. And I'll go out of my way to buy the lashes for the person and stuff right. like that. Like that would cost extra. Yeah. yeah, like $5. Like I, I don't charge extra because I'm not some esthetician or like some cosmetologist in Coral Gables. Mm. You're not pulling up to my boutique. I'm going to your house. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty simple. You just hit me up on Instagram, and if I'm free, I take you in. I'll do, like, eight people in one day if I want to sometimes. It's just yeah. if I have the time, I will definitely be there. For sure. Um, switching it up, though, what is your best experience uh, working with a client? Like, what is something that you always think back and you smile and you're like, uh Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, okay, in February of 2019, I had a Keen's, or not a Keen's, I'm sorry, a Sweet Sixteen's to like and I was doing makeup for these fraternal twins and they were like they were great clients and it's funny because that day like I was supposed to okay I was supposed to only do their makeup but I had brought like my whole box like my whole all of my gear you feel me and 
Um, it was so fun because I had got there early and mind you, like I love doing makeup. So it doesn't matter how many people's makeup I do. I'm still having fun. So when I got there, I finished their makeup and mm. then their mom was like, oh, can you do my makeup too? I'm like, yeah, sure. That'll be like however much money. Right. And then their aunts pulled up and they're like, can you do our makeup as well? It was just, it just kept on adding up and I ended up doing nine people's makeup in one night. And did and you get the fattest paycheck? I did. I made $360 out of one night and it was supposed to originally just be 80. So mm -hmm. I was walking away with my pockets full and I was very happy. But it was it was overall a really fun experience because their whole family was really sweet. Everybody was like complimenting my makeup skills, and every time right. I think back to that, I'm like, damn, I got all of that done. Yeah. In like a span of like, I'm pretty sure it was like six hours. I was using both my hands at the same time, <laughs> like the whole thing going on. It was it was really really fun, and it amazes me that I was able to do that much because I still wasn't as experienced then. Right. So it was just every time I think about that, I smile. I'm like, damn, I did that. Right. I completely conquered that. Yeah. It was a great experience. And is there anything, like, funny that from, like, doing makeup that you, that you could think about? Like, any wild stories that came from it? or? Um, wild stories, not so much. But I guess, like, um, like, funny stuff or, like, stuff that's kind of, like, inconvenient so it makes it funny. Yeah. It's like, I... <laughs> I hate the thought. Okay, when I need to do people's eyeshadow, I need to get up in their face. You right. I me? Mean? Like, I need to see what I'm doing. And before I had glasses, it was real hard for me to do that. So I need to get pretty close to their face. And I felt, I always felt so bad, like, breathing on people. Okay. So even before the pandemic started, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I started wearing masks when I was doing people's makeup. Oh, weird. Because, yeah, because I, I just, like, I felt so bad for the person. Because it's, like, even, like nobody wants hot breath up in their face right. like even if they're paying for it you <laughs> me. um but yeah as far as like wild stories i guess the one that i told you about me doing like nine people's makeup was like the wildest because it was very um like spontaneous like yeah. it just all happened like so fast like one after another you, you said it was for a keen did you end up like staying and like for the whole like event or it was or? it was a sweet 16 sweet 16 yeah. sorry so you just like um but yeah i did end up staying finished. and it was great because they they wanted me to like stay there and like um what's it called they wanted me to stay there and like touch up on their makeup and i wanted to do that anyways because right. i'm the makeup artist yeah. and then also like i i'd known these girls prior so they invited me anyways and then they were just like oh you do makeup okay do our makeup then right I'm like oh bet okay and then, and then you got the fattest check that day. Yeah, I did. It was it was amazing. It was so fun. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, so, I want to say it's a common misconception, but, like, way back, uh, I used to think that makeup artists and SFX artists are, were the same thing. So I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I know a girl like, that could do makeup. She could make my, my face look like it's half <laughs> off. And then I, I found out that that's not, the, like, true at all. No, not at all. There's actually, the like... There's a couple different, um, I guess I'd say categories of makeup. Right. Like, there's a lot of different things. Like, if we're talking makeup, we're talking, like, pretty eyeshadow and, like, a nice full yeah. base of makeup. Right. And then there's drag makeup, which takes the, the pretty eyeshadow and stuff to an absolute extreme. Mm -hmm. It's That's amazing. I wish I could do that. I've tried, but I can't. And then SFX is, like, the other one. I haven't dived, like, too deep into the other categories, so I couldn't tell you that much about it. Right. But, yeah, I have people, like... Like, around Halloween this year, I had people hit me up and be like, yo, could you, like, make it look like I have, like, a scar on my eye or something? I'm yeah. like, I don't do SFX. 
do you see my account? There's just rainbows all over it. <laughs> like that's all I do is like yeah. rainbows and sparkles and glitter. I can't I can't make it look like you have a scar on your face. Right. But when it comes to men, I understand why they would assume that because, yeah. like you said, they think it's all one thing. Yeah. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. A lot of guys think the same thing. Trust yeah. me, you're not alone. No, but uh, do you ever want to dive into that to like make some extra money or? You know what? I've I've thought about it a couple times, and I've actually tried to dive into that. Like, I know how to like, ma- I can do like face paint and stuff, like for birthday parties or something. Yeah, like little kid, like Tiger yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, cause I paint, so I can still like do that type of stuff on somebody's face. Right. Um, like little animals, and I can do like fake bruises, but like as far as like cuts and stuff and things yeah. like that, I can't really do. I've tried to dive into that before, but it's just not my thing because I work better when I have like a larger palette, when I have like a lot of colors and I can just go crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. No, that's what's up. Um, I did want to ask. There's a little side note, not mm-hmm. side note, but like not what we're talking about. What's your cur- what are you currently watching on YouTube? Like what rabbit hole have you dived into? Oh, God. Okay, so... Do you want me to go first? Yeah, if you reason, want to. Because the reason I ask is because, uh, like, recently I, I'm watching stuff and I'm like, bro, wh- how do I explain this to somebody that walks into my room or just, mm-hmm. like, looks at my phone? I've been really getting into ASMR, but not, like, basic ASMR, like, like scratching or whatever. I, mm-hmm. It's, like, role-playing ASMR. Yeah. The last one I watched was, like, like I like it was, like, 30 minutes long, and I was like, I'm not going to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like about this guy back in the eight, like eighteen ninety during July. He's in a train ride and he's talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like Psh, thirty minutes. I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like like there's other example. There was like an um, Among Us ASMR and like like I've I've been watching like a lot of ASMR for my own good. Sarah, let me tell you, I've been, and this is such a guilty pleasure because everybody thinks it's so weird, but I've, I'm so hooked on ASMR, it's insane. I can't go to sleep without watching it. Yes. I, it's in, like, and you know who my favorite YouTuber is? It's ASMR Darling, because there's something about her. I don't even know if it's just because she's pretty and she's inviting, yeah. but she's just so good. And that, like, I I wouldn't say, like, I've been obsessed with her, but, like, because I've been watching her for years. It's not, like, a recent obsession. Right. But, yeah, I'm totally on the ASMR train with you because I lock my door when I watch it because I don't want my sister to walk in and see someone, like, going like this and, like, to the screen because she's going to think I'm weird. Yeah. You feel me? But, yeah, I love ASMR. And ASMR is not sexual at all. Like It's not. It's not, but there is moments where out of context it might sound weird mm-hmm. and that's the parts that i'm like oh shit i hope no one There's... like walks in and they all they see is like some dude like like yeah. no, tapping his fucking fist or something i don't know yeah like there there are some um i'm gonna say like genres of asmr yeah that are very questionable and don't get me wrong because i've been i've been obsessed with it for a while so i like stumble across as one does on really weird videos on youtube mm-hmm. late at night you yeah. feel me and then that's how you go into the and home. that's what i'm saying and there's like there's a couple of really weird genres like for example like <laughs> i don't know if you've ever seen it with people that have like the microphones with like fake ears on them because uh. it simulates them being in front of someone and yeah. they'll lick the ears oh i didn't see that i see them like playing with the ears yeah or like they'll put glue over it and then peel it off or something it's just it's just real weird but if that's what people like kudos to you it's just not my thing right 
it's just it's a very deep world of asmr and i like to stay on the surface (laughs) most definitely there is some ones where it's like like first of all like shout out to the people making it because i would literally bust out laughing if i was like making it halfway Mm -hmm. through because it's so ridiculous that they have to keep like a straight face and like it feels like they're dead ass talking to you Mm -hmm. but it like realistically they're just looking at a camera the whole time they're like actors they're actors they're so good like it's crazy to think about the the one i'm watching the most is a jibby jibby i don't know she's she's some chick she has like Mm -hmm. half white hair half brown hair i think i know who you're talking about yeah i saw i saw her like among us asmr and then from there i just like kept watching videos it was one we talked about it in a previous podcast that this girl told me about, and it was like a uh, POV, you're a tablet, <laughs> and it's like some <laughs> Trevor-looking dude like tapping on you, bro. Like it's so, like it's such a trip, cause oh like, my god, I could imagine. Yeah, cause you could. That's what I love about like the internet, like cause ASMR, I go to like relax and, mm-hmm. and like de stress and like sleep. Yeah. Uh yeah, tell me sleep. And, but then like there's this whole other side of the coin where you could just like watch the most ridiculous like shit from it yeah and it's actually like en- more entertaining than relaxing sometimes for yeah sure. yeah so like you're falling asleep you're dazing off and then you just hear i just got shot <laughs> and then they're like role playing <laughs> there's blood coming out i think i need to go to the hospital like and yeah. you're like what the fuck what did i miss <laughs> and they're like somebody call an ambulance <laughs> i'm in a lot of pain yeah and that's just, so funny uh, can you like you, how much imagine like just like like trying to sleep and you hear that and then they're like like it's like a live stream and they're like i'm not joking this is how i talk someone <laughs> from the stream please call the cops <laughs> and you're just oh like oh my god <sighs> so like completely zoned out for me yeah like i remember when i first got twitch because i i watched twitch to watch like my favorite youtubers like uh noel miller he streams like every thursday right. so that's why i got twitch but then i realized that people will stream asmr and i'm mm. like oh i'm gonna get into that right. straight up, whether i want to or not yeah and i ended up like undownloading twitch because i stopped watching it but it surprises me like how big the asmr community is and i'm so happy that it's talked about more because i remember like um i started watching asmr when i was like kind of young because i've had sleeping problems since i was young right and i i think i started like really getting into it in like 2015 and it was like such like a small like community Mm -hmm. and anytime i would mention anything like it to my friends they'd be like what are you talking about i'm just like okay never mind yeah i don't even know what i'm talking about what what is your like preference when it comes to asmr like what do you you like it uh like the role-playing ones where they're like touching you or do you like it when they're just talking like what is it i i really like um it's it's okay this i guess it sounds weird it's kind of like called like personal attention asmr so it'll be like um, the whole purpose of the video is to calm you down. So they'll light a candle for you and they'll talk to you about your day. Like, things like that. Right. But when I'm going to sleep, I don't know what it is. I love the sound of someone tapping on something. So, like, so yeah, it's kind of like like motherly vibes where they're just, yeah, like, stroking exactly. you. Like, like, oh, you know, yeah, like brushing my hair or something. Yeah. Like, things like that. Because I, I, um, I guess, like, I like that sort of attention when I'm falling asleep. It makes me feel very cozy. Right. So that's what kind of puts me in the transition into falling asleep. I, I couldn't have said it better. That's, that's the type of things, like, I watch. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I really enjoy when they, like, grab something that you don't usually, like, tap on. They, like, grab, like, like a gas canister and they just start, like, <laughs> like tapping on it. And I'm yeah. like, 
I mean, it's weird, but I like it. You never realize how good of a sound something can make yeah. until you're watching ASMR. Because, right. like, ASMR darling, she'll pick up, like... Like, she goes to Hobby Lobby to get all her stuff. And she'll pick up, like, a glass turtle. And she'll just start tapping on it. And I'm like, yeah. wow, I'm, I'm obsessed with this now. Uh-huh. And I just... I fall asleep. I knock out. It's yeah. insane. And, and it's really, like... There's so many... You were right. Like, there's so many, like, different types of ASMR. Like, yeah. I was talking to this one person where they're like, oh, I watch it sometimes, but I hate the ones where they're, like, touching you and up close. Mm-hmm. I just, like, the noises. And I'm like... Like, I, like, I, like before, I was like, oh, isn't it one and the same? Like, but then, like, there's so many flavors. To <laughs> flavors. This whole ASMR community. I there's so many... About. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of flavors. That's yeah. why, I like... I'll try to get, like, some of the people I know into ASMR, because I'll be like, there's something for you, I promise, because there's even, like, ASMR makeup tutorials, Yeah. and, like, they'll just be like, no, I I think it's weird that somebody's whispering to me, and I'm just like, okay, there's people, there's ones where people don't talk. Yeah. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Yeah. As weird as that sounds. There's Shrek ASMR. Yeah. Murder Mm -hmm. Mystery. Doctor Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Roleplay. The only thing that I don't like about the ASMR community is that a lot of... And I've noticed it's particularly men. I swear I'm not aiming at men here. But it'll be like men who will do like kidnapping roleplays and stuff like that. Have you ever seen those? I'm glad. (laughs) No, I'm glad to say that I haven't. Like I've never clicked on one of the videos but I'll, like, see it, like, even on my TikTok for you page, I'll see them, like, be like, I'm gonna tie your hands back now. And then they start uh, playing with the rope. It's just, like, it's that's not something that you can turn into a video. That sounds, it's so anxious. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's really, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I guess some people like it because I've come across, like, a whole, like, YouTubers who a lot of their content of ASMR is, like, scary stuff. Right. So if people like that, kudos to you. Yeah. But that's, like I said, that's definitely not my my forte at all. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be calmed down. I'm not trying to think that I'm, <laughs> I'm getting kidnapped by someone. For sure. I I can't... I, you need to show me your recommendation page because, like, I'm, <laughs> I want to see these videos. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. Um, well, speaking about uh, being uncomfortable and anxious. Oh, God. <laughs> well, how do you deal with, quote-unquote, fake friends? Especially okay. those people that are like, hey, Tara, like, do my makeup. Like, what, you're charging me? Like, I'm your friend. Like, yeah. hook, hook a sister up or brother. Yeah. I've surprisingly I've dealt with quite a lot of that because for a while um, I had a really consistent friend for a couple years and every time um, she would ask me to like do her makeup um, she'd be like why are you charging me yeah yeah exactly and it was just like it it came to a point it's like are you not gonna respect my hustle like I'm really just trying to come up right now like just just pay a girl like I'll post you and stuff like that how I deal with that is kind of like I kind of have the mentality, it's like, yeah, okay, they're asking me to do their makeup, but, like, if somebody doesn't want to contribute to, to me growing as a person, then I don't I don't want them near me. Mm, I don't. For sure. And I've definitely learned that over quarantine, because you can have all these friends in school and all these friends everywhere, and as soon as quarantine hits, it's like you're not talking to people anymore, they don't hit you up, yeah. nothing. They only hit you up when, you, when they need something. It's very, like, situational. Yeah. So it's like, I've definitely learned that if I don't, if somebody is around me and they don't want what's best for me, if they don't want to help me grow, then I'm just, I, I don't want you around me. Yeah. 
So they can hit me up and be like, oh, um, you know, do, do my makeup. Oh, what, you're going to charge me? I'll be like, yeah, I am going to charge you. So what would you like? And then they're like, okay, Never, I'll uh, let you know and I'll hit you back. And they don't text yeah. me ever again. Piggy, uh, yeah, piggybacking on what you say, I, I definitely like have like think the same way that uh like i realize that a lot of the times uh the people you're with right now or, or before are it's really like situational like mm-hmm. like it's because either you're like like for example like in school you're forced to hang out with those people but yeah like i came to that realization a long time ago but uh, in the back of my head i've always been worried that i fear i fear yeah i fear that other people would think that i'm doing that to them that i only hit them up when I need something, mm-hmm. but it's really like I'm dumb. I'm a dumb person. I'm letting you right now. I have, like, I forget. Like, I literally have random moments where I like, oh, like I want to hit up somebody and just check up on them. Mm-hmm. And then I grab my phone and and then I see a POV or a tablet and then I get distracted and then I go like through a whole ASMR rabbit hole and yep. then scary stories and then, and then like I forget my original goal. Mm-hmm. And then it sucks because it's not until like, like. Like, that happens a lot, and then it's not until, like, like I need, like, not need something, but, like, like something, like, reminding me, like, oh, shit, like, I should hit him up because of this. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's, like, damn, like, like, I'm doing what, like, I want to do, which is to check up on somebody, but, like, I fear, I feel like I'm, do- like, like, it's not the right, like, I don't know how to explain it, it just, it's not the way that I want to do it mm-hmm. so it comes it comes off like as a bad thing at it's least for not me. like a consistent thing so yeah. they think you only hit them up when for, when, when, when I need, you need something. something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. when in reality it's like I'm just dumb <laughs> yeah I mean that's that's how I get with TikTok like I'm I wouldn't say I'm bad at texting I mean I I'm somewhere in between good and bad but like if you text me and then I get on TikTok or I start watching YouTube or I do my makeup I'm gonna forget about your text for minimum three days yeah like it's it's just especially because of my my vibrations broken on my phone so i don't even get messages like that either Mm. it's like it's and i feel so bad because sometimes i'll really hit someone up or like someone will text me just asking like hey how are you but i'm in the middle of something and i forget and i don't respond until hours or days later right and i think that's probably it's probably that's contributing to me not being able to like um keep like a friend (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as bad as that sounds yeah. but i mean then again friends don't have to talk every day like my one really great friend right now we don't talk every day right but we still are super close whenever we text each other for sure and i mean that's that's what that's how friendship should be you don't yeah. need to talk every day you should allow yourself to have your own mm-hmm. life and you should be able to hit that person up when you need them or when they need you vice versa yeah. you know what i'm saying and it shouldn't feel like an obligation like oh i have to hit this person up yeah and I for sure get that. Like, there are, are people that I can think of right now that I haven't spoken to in, in almost years. But we could just start, pick up, like, right where we, like, left off. Mm-hmm. And it's completely, like, normal. Like, we just we just went our own ways. But, hey, like, the love is still there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it just sucks because, like, I, like, overthink sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when, like, I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? By the way, uh, do you mind sliding question number five on the on the history exam or whatever like yeah yeah, it's kind of like like fuck like i just forget but i'm a huge overthinker too it like it consumes me so bad so i definitely feel that like Mm. i have a group chat with like kids in my history class and they'll like constantly text the group chat and but i'll mute it because i don't want to i don't want to answer all your messages 
and I'll mute it and then I only go there when I need something and then they won't respond and I'm like damn okay it's time to look it up on Quizlet yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but I, I definitely feel you on that and then I think like oh my god do these people not like me now because yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna answer anymore or like should I hit up somebody else but wait I haven't talked to them in so long yeah and it's really really rare when someone hits you up like genuinely just to say what's up because yeah. I, I feel like I've like like that might sound like a bitch but like I, I've been through so much that I'm like like worried i'm like oh shit like what is this like mm-hmm. what do these people want and kindness and then they're like weird. genuinely being like oh hey like how are you and i'm just like hi like i'm worried like i'm just like yo this is a trap <laughs> yeah exactly like i i don't it's such a negative mentality but i always think when somebody hits me up out of nowhere after months of us not talking i always think that they need something right. and i'm just like that prompts me to not even answer back because like like for example like girls from like ferg would hit me up like after i transferred months later and i'd be like oh god what does she want and it'd just be for some makeup or something but i get that fear that someone just wants something out of me yeah and it's so annoying (laughs) yeah but luckily i feel like a part of growing up is like growing out of that that Mm -hmm. it's it's more like like you're you make or you find your inner circle and you just get close to them and and you're cool with them that's definitely what I'm learning to do now. I have two solid friends, yeah. for sure. And those are the people that I'm most comfortable with in my life right now. So, I mean, I'm sure, like, once I go off to college and stuff like that, I'm going to find my circle. It's, for sure. I'm young, man. I got time, yeah. for sure. That's why, like, I tell myself not to stress about it. I still do, but I, I know I don't need Human to. Nature. Yeah. But uh, you are a jack-of-all-trades. Like, you do... You're not like a one trick pony. Like you have multiple things. You're you're in yeah. the you're in the nursing medical field. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about that? How do you get into that? Um. Okay. I've I love talking about this. Uh, I've been into this. Like I've been into the medical field specifically since I was young. Like as far as I could remember. Like I'm talking like my mom would take me to libraries like to get like books and stuff right. as elementary kids do or something it's and book yeah facts yeah. and i'd always like i'd find my way over to just books with like a skeleton on them or something mm-hmm. and i'd be like ooh, it's it's been like very interesting to me for a really long time and i at first i wanted to be a surgeon and then the more like i got older and i started watching Grey's anatomy too i kind of like understood all the responsibilities of a surgeon i was like yeah no that's definitely not for me and i finally decided um that i wanted to do nursing and what nurse i wanted to be like my freshman year of high school and that's when i really really got into it and that's when i was like okay this is definitely what i'm gonna do with myself because for a really long time since my dad was in like the legal field I thought that I wanted to be an attorney or I wanted to like work under him and stuff. But right. after like I kind of like found my way through high school and stuff, I was like, damn, this is what I'm meant to do. Right. Because I love helping people any chance I get. And I love like being able to take care of someone and make their day better. I'm such a helper. It's, it's like my friends literally I'm tell r- me I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm the mom friend. You feel me? So that like that field is perfect for me, even though it's like it's a lot of work, but it doesn't feel like a lot of work to me because i'm so interested in medical stuff anyways right the just the the biggest benefit out of it is definitely the satisfaction of being able to make make someone comfortable even if it's in their last moments like i went to when i was doing my um my clinicals for to get my cna license right i went to 
a nursing home and we were there for a week and we like we didn't get assigned patients but like we had patients that we could choose to look over like we could go on certain floors and stuff like that and it was just like there was one lady and her name was abby right and (laughs) she was there like the whole week and she had dementia so she had a really difficult time like remembering like how to wash her hands and and remembering like if she ate breakfast or like where to go to her room so i was helping her basically like all throughout the week and i remember the last day i was there on a friday and the last day that i had um been there i was like walking her like around the campus for exercise and it was time for me to go so i had to say goodbye and hand her off to a nurse and she said my name she was like thank you tara and that was that was that definitely that hit my heart so bad because she had she couldn't even remember how to wash her hands she asked me for my name three times since i has been since i had been there right and then she she told me like thank you tara i hope i see you again and i'm like oh my god i love you now (laughs) and then it was just because i i was helping her like use the bathroom i was changing her catheter i was like doing things like that because giving her a bed bath that's what you're supposed to do right and i was like the first week of clinicals so my class went first and then the second class went after and, and she was still like, yo, nah, give me Tara back. Like, she was until wow. Wednesday when one of the students had came back and told me that she passed away. This Wednesday? Uh, like the, Wednesday, like the, the, the Wednesday like after the week that I had gone, she Ooh, told me wow. that she passed away. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start crying now. Yeah, no, I can <laughs> I'm going to cry now. Because um, she, was, she was a very, or not very, but she was an old lady. Her time was coming. And that's when I realized, like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely for this. Because even though I was so sad, I was like, I'm, I made her comfortable. I was yeah. able to give her, like, like clean sheets to lay on. And I, I made her comfortable enough to use the bathroom, like, things like that. Even though it was her last week on this earth and after that i was like yeah this is definitely what i want to do for the rest of my life that was just such a groundbreaking moment for me i'm so happy i went through it as sad as it was yeah and and with everybody in the medical profession not just nurses especially with the whole pandemic they're like mm-hmm. in the front lines are really they don't get it I, well, like I don't, I don't feel like they get enough credit for all the not. hard work they do they definitely do not like yeah. i I had um, some seniors that were in my class last year who had graduated and they would get like CNA jobs because they were paying like 20 an hour in July if you were a CNA working in the COVID unit Hmm. because you would be the ones that are like touching the COVID patients and changing their sheets and giving them baths and stuff. That's a very hands-on job. Right. And you're a high risk at getting it. Yeah, so they were paying 20 an hour, and there were, like, a couple girls, even, like, friends that I know, that had gotten COVID because they were, like, working in a hospital, even if they weren't a nurse. Like, I had a friend, or I have a friend, that did, like, environmental stuff. Like, he did a lot of cleaning, and he still got COVID. So anybody's high risk, and they really don't get enough credit because people, people don't actually understand how deep it goes until they experience it firsthand because i've had so many people tell me like oh the pandemic isn't real 
like, <laughs> yeah, I could go on a tangent about that. I've had people tell me the pandemic isn't real just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not real. Right. You can't like what? Where are you going out to Halloween parties? What are you doing? Oh my god, that's so like when you like go on Snapchat stories and there's yeah. your, like. Uh, biggest groups and exactly. not a single mask inside and now we're having such a big spike in cases and people yeah. are still like oh my god who's pulling up to the 18th like nobody nobody sarah nobody's gonna pull up yeah. because nobody wants to get sick but boy am i wrong every single time because everybody everybody ends up being there well uh before we continue with this topic i do i do want to uh, put out there that uh well and the for project if we uh don't like talking about the the c word covid Oh, no, 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 wait, so but, but, but no, 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 listen, uh, the reason most, like, not the reason, but it's just because, uh, we love, like, helping people, like, forget about that, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and just enjoy, like, the moment, or, like, the hour that you listen, but with you, I feel like you are the most qualified to talk about this subject, because I've seen you, like, personally, how, uh, like, how, uh, what's the right word, like, just how much, how educated you are, like, in the matter. So Thank you. I would I I want to talk about it and I want to talk about something that I remembered uh, in our previous conversation, you know, back when uh, like way way like back before I think COVID started mm-hmm. or like was like in the midst of starting, that like I hit you up like oh hey like hey Tara how are you they're, they're yeah. just checking up on you, mm-hmm. and you basically predicted word for word what was gonna happen and looking back at it now I'm a stun I'm like I'm a stun like I'm blown away because mm-hmm. you told me. <laughs> There's gonna be three waves of COVID, and and you basically laid it out like, like, step by step, and I was like, like like me being them, I was like, yeah, it'd be crazy if that happened, and then it did happen, and now we're getting hit by a third wave, and I don't remember correctly the way you explained it to me, but I'm pretty sure you said that yeah no like it wasn't it's inevitable it was supposed to happen. Yeah, definitely. Cause okay, especially cause when it started, I was finishing up my CNA course, and we were the a really big thing that we learn about because we're hands on is infection control. And when this COVID thing started, we were like everybody was like freaking out and stuff. But at the same time, like you're all freaking out, but it's spreading because nobody cares. Right. And like when I saw like okay, we're going into quarantine because we Miami has COVID cases, and kids were like, oh my god no school two, yeah no school two spring breaks let's go who's out to dolphin who's out to the ice arena who's who's here who's there yeah. nobody had masks on and then everybody gets sick it's like i i predicted it so well just because i knew how how irresponsible kids our age yeah, can be sure. and it's insane and it shows too because even when they open schools back up we're getting a third wave because they open schools too early nobody washes their hands nobody will keep hand sanitizer on it's just so much irresponsibility and not even on the kids part it's on the adults too like for exactly it, like the people that are like putting like greed over the the health of others yeah like they're like it's it's a oh my bad it's a really touchy subject but but a lot of the things that are opening up right now is mostly for financial benefit mm-hmm. so i think it's a terrible idea that some like like in the prime of the pandemic there's so many things like trying to open back up yeah exactly and i feel like if we would have kept school closed like schools closed at least until january that this third wave would not be hitting as hard because i don't know if you've heard we literally just i think it was a couple days ago we broke a record we did of two hundred thousand cases in the u.s in one day yeah and people are still like oh it isn't real and i'm just like wow you're dumb do you actually 
like people like tell you like oh like it's made up to control the general public or... yep let me tell you okay so i have this kid on my snapchat and i don't know him he just like or i i know him through mutual friends an acquaintance yeah there you go an acquaintance so he was like he posted a snap of him at work and he's he works in the food industry right mm-hmm. and he had his mask below his nose and there's something about that that really pisses me off because the biggest way that covid gets spreaded is besides coughs is through sneezes mm-hmm. right through through air yeah. it's an air thing right he had his mask below his nose and i just i was just being annoying and i like swiped up and i was like hey your mask goes above your nose he's like oh it doesn't matter i wasn't near the food i'm like I don't care. You're still in a public setting where people will go and come in and order food, put your mask on. And he was like, COVID isn't real. I'm like, let me ask you something. Do you know anybody who has gotten it and have you gotten it yourself? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, so you are in no position to say that at all. If you think COVID is real, you are dumb. Just straight up, you are dumb. Right. Like, because I've known people who have family members that have passed away from this and they can't even have a funeral because of COVID. Right. So it's like people don't take that like um they they don't under they don't take in that information as well or as much as they should. Like I've had people tell me that uh COVID only happened because of the election and stuff like that. Which is so stupid. I can't even so I can't ridiculous. even begin to explain how dumb that sounds. Yeah. But it's funny. It's it, yeah, it's funny hearing them talk for and it's, sure. It's really interesting. I don't know what it was, but like in the recent years it's, it, it's like all these interesting characters are coming out of the woodwork and, and really putting their foot down. Mm-hmm. Like these anti-maskers and these like... God, don't even get At first started. it was like anti-people uh, who didn't vaccinate their kids or whatever. Yeah. And and like, like all the Karens in the world and stuff. And it's so mind-boggling that... It it doesn't feel like they're a minority. It feels like they're like either like the same or majority mm-hmm. of the population, which is kind of like scary to think yeah. about. Yeah, even kids our age, they they'll be like, "I'm not gonna wear a mask when I go yeah. out," and I'm just like, "Oh God!" Like I I pray for you and your family. I've seen pictures of girls at school sitting next to their friends and it doesn't it doesn't matter like if your friend was clean or if your friend was negative three weeks ago they could still have contracted like that's what people don't get sitting next to their friends at lunch with their mask off chilling taking pictures right like what are you doing please just go like stay home it's yeah like and it's so it's such a like like i I have i literally i'm speechless thinking just thinking about it and i can imagine like like it's not only scientists but like doctors and like and like people in the medical field just like you're fucking stupid like this is ridiculous exactly like it's it's so sad to think about it because like icus are filling up to the point where they don't have room for covid patients anymore and they're having to build facilities around hospitals like just tents of beds because they don't have space anymore every hospital is filling up you can't get an appointment anywhere because all doctors and even even like like, okay, for example, I, I went to go, uh, what's it called? I, I went to go get on birth control. It took me so long to get an appointment because even my doctor er, was dealing with COVID patients. They have everybody on board. Right. And that's what really, like, it really kind of pisses me off. Like, people just don't understand. And it just keeps on getting worse and worse. And everybody's like, why is it so bad? Why is it getting so bad? You're part of the problem. That's yeah. what it is. You're part of the problem. Yeah, and I just want to make it clear. I am no way... Uh like really 
uh, I don't know as much as I should when it comes to, to this topic, mm-hmm. as much as I would like, like to be educated and, and do the right steps. But I, I wanted to ask you because I heard uh, that it's possible that some scientists are saying that it's been so bad that COVID is not going to turn into like a seasonal thing, like kind of mm-hmm. like the common cold and the flu. Mm-hmm. And it's sadly now something that we, we're going to have to learn to live with. And if you do get it and like it goes away, then you you have like the antibodies for for the future what Mm -hmm. what like do you agree with that like what are your thoughts on that so i've done like extensive research on this because i mean like i said the medical field interests me vastly so i do a lot of reading up on this like okay so it's definitely covid is gonna end up becoming like a common cold that's just that's like i'm I'm gonna use the word again it's inevitable because it's it's just gonna happen like same thing with influenza that became the flu and it died down after a couple years after people got it and then you know like they passed the antibodies onto their kids so it's like it's not a big deal now but it's covid's gonna be around for a while we might not have to wear masks for so long but they're gonna start they're mass producing vaccines right now Mm. so eventually those are gonna come out people are gonna end up you know having those antibodies in them or not being as susceptible to covid being able to withstand the um the side effects and then people with those antibodies are going to have kids eventually it's going to become just a common cold thing right and yeah we are just going to have to learn how to live with it because it's it's definitely not going away anytime soon i'd be surprised if seniors this year got a graduation because people are just they're just not taking it seriously and the more it spreads um and and also we don't know how this virus or, or not virus i'm sorry we don't know how this vaccine is gonna affect people the side effects and stuff. exactly so they're, they're saying that they already did a whole like wave of people trying out the vaccine before they put it into the public but i i'm gonna need to see it on people like my age and like yeah. kids that like like i like kids in my city people in my city yeah. before any of that happens and, and like the long-term effects like i saw like a joke uh on twitter that was like oh uh, the vaccine doesn't have any long-term effects and then like it, it and then it's like uh the captain's like our future kids and it's a picture of the x-men oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um i was gonna ask you uh are you gonna be one of those people that first try it out but with what you just said I'm, I'm guessing you're not uh like eager to try the first vaccine that comes out like you're no. willing to wait <laughs> like okay um i'm I do want to take the vaccine. I do want to end up like I'm very big on vaccinations because they're proven to work. Right. Um, people don't like them because they usually vaccines usually like they inject a little bit of the dead virus into you, which makes yeah. you get symptoms. But with COVID, it's a lot different. Yeah, they're not doing that. Same yeah, thing. they're only taking the antibodies from it and injecting yeah. it into you. It's not the dead virus as a whole. If they did that, people would start dying. <laughs> but like i i'm not super eager to get vaccinated but whenever i see like i think i'm gonna wait for like a second wave of people and then a third wave of people and then i'm gonna be like okay if there's positive if there is a positive outcome okay yeah i'll take it because i get i get my my shots every year like it's just it's important to stay healthy and if that ends up preventing people from getting covid or at least it not being as bad then of course i'm gonna take it do you feel um in the wide um grant like the scheme of things this is like ironically enough natural selection taken into place because i i heard this story that this and like back when like a lockdowns like first started this guy was like i will like don't call me i i heard it like third like second or third hand Mm -hmm. that this guy was a a biker who didn't believe in covid 
and then he he still went through his like day to day normally, and he got the virus. And he's like, like he's posting us on Facebook. He's like, yeah, the virus is fake. Like it's just made up for for news or whatever, oh whatever, God. whatever. Uh-huh. And then his next post is like, oh, I got it. Like it's real. Uh, I'm feeling kind of sick, but but it's not as bad as people are making it out to seem. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, he's like, I'm in the hospital right now. Uh, things aren't going as good. Um, yeah. but I'm gonna but the but I still think people shouldn't go out and, and people shouldn't be locked up because of this dumb virus. And then he died. <laughs> so Oh my god, it's so bad for me to laugh at that. But yeah, like what do you expect? Yeah, so like do you think this is like a weird way cuz you would think like like humans evolved enough to like not be part of like the animal kingdom like to be like the guys on top, quote mm-hmm. unquote. But do you think like mother nature this is like her punishing us or something? Oh, definitely. Definitely, because I feel like something like this comes around every couple of years, like whether it's like a a trend about eating chemicals, like the Tide Pod Challenge, like, okay, natural selection on teenagers. Yeah. And, and it sounds so bad to say that, especially because I want to get into the medical field. I definitely have empathy and, and so much empathy for everybody who gets this virus, even if they're like, oh, it's not real, and then they get it. If they pass away, of course, I'm going to be sad because it's somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? But. Right you can't like there comes a time where it's like okay if other people are dying and you still don't think that it's gonna affect you then all right i hope you experience it i really do so you can understand how serious this is for other people and and so you can understand that it's not just all about you so yeah it is natural selection this is mother nature punishing us for climate change yeah so yeah really it's like really selfish of people definitely Um, well, with that being said, is there any positives like that you you see coming up in the horizon or in the future? Like, like is this even though it's a th- excuse me, even though it's a third wave, is it the final wave? Is it like the vaccines like really gonna help? like? What do you think in okay. your professional opinion as a medical well, student? In my educated opinion, because I I did have to like study viruses and things like that going into nursing. Um, I think that maybe. There, okay, there's going to be one of two outcomes, right? Okay, it's either... Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's either one, um, the virus... or Not the virus. The vaccine is going to come out and it actually works. Right. And people are getting COVID, but it's not as bad. People are recovering. We're back in school and everything's great. Which yeah. is the, the... Not the... It's like... That one's like... Too optimistic. Yeah, very optimistic. That's like the, my heart saying, okay, I really hope this happens. But the second outcome, which is the more likely one, is probably that they're going to hand out the vaccines and there's probably going to be a a, a large sum of people who react poorly to them Mm. because they haven't tried them they've tried them on healthy adults you know like not the elderly not children not pregnant women so there's there's gonna be um i guess like a, a little bit of like a negative wave and maybe after that scientists will figure out what where they went wrong and what they can do better and then we're gonna go up i don't think that it's gonna be this bad for like another like two years i think like maybe hopefully in a year from now it's like you know every the majority of the population is vaccinated and we're all good to go but i mean i really think that we might have just one more wave and i hope that doesn't cause us to like lose graduation and stuff but I, I really don't know because with this vaccine stuff it's just it can go both ways yeah and, and going more into the like the people aspect of it a lot of people um, 
with the whole lockdown, it really has affected them like um, like mentally. Mm-hmm. And and it's really like hard to see uh, like people like suffering because of it. Even though yeah. like they're like some of them are doing like like doing the right thing and staying indoors. Um, yeah, it just sucks to see like like people's like mental health diminish, and then it, they're just itching to to get out. Definitely, and I feel like that very much contributes to people going out to parties and not caring because if you're like a social butterfly if you stay in for too long the moment you have a chance to get out you're gonna go right like that's it's just it's gonna happen and that's why it's it keeps on happening because like kids who are doing online school like i was talking to you about before i get dressed up to go to the grocery store because I'm just excited to go out. Of course, yeah. I wear my mask and I'm protected. People like take out the trash all fancy. That's what I'm saying. Like it's mail. it's just exciting to go out. Like I've been taking walks more frequently, right. and and things like that. Like I don't see my friends a whole lot, rightfully so. Mm. But I still try to like be social because at the beginning of quarantine, my mental health really did like deplete like a whole lot. Right. Um. Same with a, a lot of my family. Everybody that was in my house. So after I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to figure it out because I'm not going to go out and see my friends to make myself feel better. I'm just going to have to work on myself until I figure out what makes me feel good. And um, is there any, like, uh, foreign policies or countries that you see that, uh, like, be COVID? And, like, like does that give you hope that it's going to happen to us soon? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, okay, I don't I don't want to talk too much about politics because I know, I know your little rule. But New Zealand... <laughs> New Zealand recently, like, they, they had come out, you know, like, congratulating that Joe Biden won, right? Okay. And they were talking about, like, how their COVID, like, their their team for COVID, like, their COVID is almost completely diminished in right. New Zealand. They did a, an, a terrific job dealing with it. And, you know, my hopes are is that if he does get sworn into presidency that they work together because that's what they offered. And if they do, I'm telling you, we're going to do so much better. Yeah. We're gonna do so much better. I feel like if we if we try to involve other countries, then it'll definitely take a turn for the better, for sure. Cause we, we we're dealing with this like we think that we need to be alone as a country because we're so great and we're so amazing. But other people's help is really what we need right now. Cause we yeah. we are down bad. I mean, we're, yeah, like <laughs> we is, are down this bad. Is a human thing. Like we're all in this together. Exactly. Uh. Well, two questions. The first question I'm gonna ask you is, when do you see us like not like masks not being mandatory? Like in my opinion, I low key like it, like being because I'm low key germophobic. Mm-hmm. So I even after like it's not necessary to wear the mask, you might catch me wearing a mask. I'm still gonna do the same thing. Yeah. believe me. But when would you think it will be like okay to not wear one, like socially and like by the government and shit? Um. Okay. I'm really hoping by maybe next summer, but the way that okay i don't know i feel like after january things are definitely going to change because that's when they're gonna like start distributing vaccines but um i hope the summer if not maybe like fall of next year it's going to be okay to go out without a mask i i don't yeah yeah i don't really know like i can't i can make an edumated like i can make a guesstimate but like i When it comes to, like like I said, like the vaccines definitely contribute. Like It, it could either make it so much easier for us or a lot harder. It's just um, whatever the outcome of the vaccine is, that's, that's how it's going to roll. So Yeah, so either way, you're like, like in the positive side, you're, you're saying that we're getting there. Like we're not there, but we we're are. getting there. Yeah, because, because we have a vaccine now. Before, we were just like, okay, everybody yeah. stay home until we figure it out. Yeah, like guessing. And, like, oh, yeah. Shit. 
and now we're actually like we we might not have figured it out completely but we're like we're getting there you know and that's that's what i think is really great i'm sure we're gonna figure it out sooner or later because man i mean the steps that we're taking now and hopefully after january once the vaccines are distributed we i, I really hope that things get better and i think that they will right i hope that they will um and for my second question mm-hmm. kind of political do you believe in aliens <laughs> yeah why wouldn't i oh really yeah like, and not not like the 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 oh the one cell organism aliens like in space or whatever i mean like the actual like intelligent life form spaceships the whole shabam well okay i okay (laughs) i have a little bit of trouble believing like the whole spaceship thing Mm. when it but when it comes to like aliens like other living beings in our universe that i definitely believe because there's no way that we're the the only intelligent life form yeah like we see it even in animals that are close to us like monkeys can literally learn sign languages have you seen those dogs on tiktok that press buttons and they communicate with their i wish i could live with my dog right like so it's like we're like we're not the only intelligent species on earth so what would make up the only what would make us the only intelligent species within the universe right and it's constantly growing and we don't know where and like anybody is or where anything is besides us but we're getting there we found a couple planets with signs of life before like we're gonna figure it out yeah there's water on mars <laughs> yeah we like we can't be the only ones for sure i definitely believe in that um let's say aliens are we are, are real would you would you want to meet them would you be okay with being abducted one night or like are you no. st- like if you if the government tomorrow goes by the way guys with everything going on aliens are real would you be scared? Would you be happy? Would you be excited? Like, um, well, how okay. would you feel? I, I guess I would be scared because I wouldn't want to experience it firsthand, but I would also be a little excited because I'm like, or like not ex- I guess like full of suspense because I'm like, damn, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, um, I feel like I'd want to see somebody else. Like I said, <laughs> this sounds so bad. I'd want to see somebody else like go through it and tell their story. I feel like experiencing something like that firsthand when we're not ready for it is kind of traumatizing. Right. But... I mean, it would definitely be interesting if the government was just like, yo, we got aliens on a spaceship coming in at 6 p.m. Everybody yeah. get ready. Like, Get ready how, bro? Like, <laughs> put the shutters up or something. I don't know. Like it's a hurricane or something? Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like if I... Like, everyone always has stories. Like, oh, I was camping one night and I saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. And there was six, like, they're like, oh, like, I was at the beach late at night. And there was three lights and they were going super fast. Nothing on Earth could go that fast except yeah. the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like, like, if they were real, then that gets scary. But the reason there's a reason they're not showing themselves. And it's not, you know, for, like laughs like like you know for like shits and giggles yeah you want to know why i think it is why i think it's because they think we're dumb like they're like we're the zoos like zoo animals or something yeah i i real life think it's because they think we're dumb you think (laughs) like if like okay if we're talking about intelligent life forms right they're definitely smarter than us they're probably stronger than us they probably have such a a big like they they have their feet wet in in technological ideas that we can't even imagine yet right because they're they've been there longer than we have you know what i'm saying um because if not if they've been there for a shorter amount of time we probably would have found them first but 
I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at here is that I feel like they they kind of like maybe they see what we're doing and they're just like no they're not ready yet. Did they tell you that? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm a psychic, don't yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's why you're in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a topic you're really interested in? Like, do you watch videos on it? Um, or not? not really. I've I've I used to be like really in love with outer space and stuff. Um, but it hasn't been something that I've like dived into like crazy. The it's gotten like I've peaked like a little bit of an interest though because I I watched this one series called Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix because I'm I absolutely love like mysteries like Same. serial killer stuff right and um because I can like I can stomach a lot you know what I'm saying yeah. so when they talk about like crazy stuff I'm like oh okay cool and the the series on Netflix they had one episode and it was split into three parts it was like three different people talking about when they were abducted and you know some of the things really do not make sense like it it doesn't make sense like how somebody could have a a a scar like somebody could see a light above them and then keep on running and then running in place non-stop and a camera catches it you know what i'm saying it's just like um there are some things that don't make sense and then that is what i dive into because i want answers right and i will like i'll watch the whole thing like over and over again look for any easter eggs and any hidden things or like i'll look it up i'll watch youtube videos on it but it's never been like a super consistent interest of mine. Right. And it's always so interesting hearing like the popular, I guess, uh, uh, UFO survival stories. Mm-hmm. Because either, because some people, like the people that say that it's fake, it's like, bro, you're telling me that these people in middle America are, are the best actors in the whole world. Like these, these guys, like, are like, they, like, there's a story I'm thinking about right now about this guy who was a, a, a logger, like a lumberjack, mm-hmm. and him and, and his 12 uh, co-workers slash friends were, were out, you know, doing their job at this certain property, and and then after work, this guy got fucking, like, I'm, this is like the Cliff Notes version, like, he got zapped, like, like shot by a UFO, yeah. and all his buddies were so scared that they, they dipped, and then the, they got, like, survivors go, so they went back, like, uh, 30 minutes or an hour later, mm-hmm. and he was gone, and then... They reported it to the police, and then, like, the police thought that it was, like, a, a murder, like, like straight up, like, they're just, you know, like, stupid and track yeah. their, their tracks. And then the guy reappeared and, and uh, butt-ass naked and found a um, walk to, like, a local gas station, got help. And he lost, like, his job and some respect of uh, his superiors, like, over. Like, he, like, his life turned completely upside down from yeah. him going out and telling his story. And it's, like, I don't think anyone is that invested that they would intentionally ruin their life just to yeah. entertain people for 12 minutes you get yeah. me like i think it's and the way they talk about it it's for sure they like a real thing yeah it's it's got some realness to it for sure because right. like the way that people talk about it and the way they'll get like teary-eyed over some of the stuff like remembering it right. it's just like okay grown men don't cry for no reason yeah. man like they really don't so it's okay if they do though yeah it, it definitely is normalized <laughs> men crying yeah but it's it's just like it's a lot of information for someone to just make up you yeah. know what i'm saying but yeah, there's definitely. I'm I'm pretty sure people have been abducted by aliens because no one just blacks out and then wakes up naked. Were you calling them? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I have makeup on and I oh, can't my scratch God. my face. But I was like, <laughs> for those who can't see, it looked like she was tapping a phone number in her cheek. Yeah, I just I have makeup on and my face is itchy, no, but no, I can't cool, like. I have I have weird touches. <laughs> <laughs> um, final question. It wouldn't be a Project 88 question uh, episode without it. This comes from Lena May herself. Well, what do you think about Arby's? 
Don't get me Honest started. <laughs> Don't get me started on Arby's. What are you going to say? I, okay, look, I've never been to Arby's, okay. right? Interesting. I've, I've never been to Arby's okay. because I have, I've never in my life had an interest of going to Arby's. And that's why we're friends. And that's why I asked you on. That's the wow. real reason. Because I was like, you know who doesn't like Arby's? Let me ring around. <laughs> Bro, it's, I, the, the episode hasn't come out yet, but I feel like the people in charge of Arby's make food and, and they say to themselves, there's no way people will eat this. And then people buy it and then they laugh at their own customers for buying the food that they make. Same thing with Applebee's. Who the hell goes to Applebee's? Kevin Hart. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> like, and, and uh, what, what is that other one? Boston Market? Is that what it's called? It's just like a bunch of beef and mashed potatoes. I, I haven't heard of Boston Market, but... Oh my god. They have them, like... I know there's, like, one um, where I used to live in, like, Cutler Bay. It's just, like... It's just straight, like, roast beef and, like, potatoes. The only th- For Applebee's, I went, one, like, one or twice. And my experience with it is that everything was so sticky. Granted, this is pre-COVID, but, like, the tables, the seats, like... It's Arby. The word Arby sounds sticky. Yeah, like, no, I'm Applebee's, but Arby's. Oh, like it's. I don't. I don't. I never look like at the, at the promotional posters or like their TV ads and go, mmm, enticing. Like me neither. It's the complete opposite. I'm like exactly. Like if if you're on a diet and and you want to like you know help yourself, you want to lose like that feeling of hunger. Just turn on the Arby, Arby's commercial. And, yeah. And that'll do the trick. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't know what it. Like I've never like really liked meat like that so like it's like same thing like i'm vegetarian now but i've never liked meat like crazy so it's like when i see like um like outback steakhouse just slamming a steak on a on a on a plate or like arby's like like steak or like anything like i'm just like no that does not look appetizing it's just something about arby's i don't know i've never heard nothing good coming out of an arby's and (laughs) i'm pretty and like and do you have you like oh my bad have you ever seen fa- like fast food stores like have the fast food Arby's like like when you're driving by I I think I have I right like there's no I, one in there n- uh, no A- empty completely never but empty. you know where they're really populated for some reason where West Palm Beach because I used to live there I, and my I'm mother lives idea. up there and when I whenever I like um previous years when I've gone to visit her we'll like go into a plaza. Like Arby's is as common as like a Burger King. Or more than McDonald's, you would say. And, and I wouldn't say more than McDonald's, but like you know how Burger Kings are like kind of spread out, but they're still you could see like two or three if you're taking a thirty minute drive. Yeah. That's that's how it is. Yeah. You know what? I think Lena May was raised around that area. I think that's the population, <laughs> coincidentally, where there's a lot of COVID going on. <laughs> <laughs> Not jokes aside, though. Probably. Jokes aside, um, I'm glad to hear that you have taste. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like you don't like Arby's. I don't. Mm-mm. Um. Well, yeah. That's all the time we have for right now. Um. It's been great having you on. Thank I, you for I having wish we, me. I wish we could like talk like touch some more topics. Uh. Hopefully, like you will come on in the future if you're interested. I would love to actually. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. That being said, I do have a little parting gift as a thank you for coming on. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> the parting gift. It's not the parting gift. <laughs> Oh my god. It's a, it's a shirt and a sticker. Thank you so much. This is so cute. Yeah, Project 80th exclusive. You know? Yeah. Now people know that you've been, that you, you're with the culture. Now people know. Oh, this is so great. I love shirts like this. Thank you so much. You're, you're so thoughtful. No, thank you for coming on. Of course. Is there anything you want to shout out before we go? 
Um, okay, well, if you would like to get your makeup done at a very cheap and affordable price by a wonderful makeup artist by the name of Tara, <laughs> you can follow at Makeup by Taewei on Instagram. That's Makeup by T-A-E-W-A-Y. All right. Yeah. Now you guys know. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you All for right. having me. Be good, everybody.